tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. My name is Nanama McBrown. Many people think I get what I want anytime because I am popular. <laughs> no, that is not true. It is because me and Casano, I like the best. And when I find it, I stick to it. I have found Bell Pack Tea Roll and I'm stuck with it. It is soft but not weak, strong but not hard. It is just perfect. Bell Pack Tea Roll is smooth and gentle on the skin. Same as Bell Pack Kitchen Towel. It cleans in one wipe. You can soak, squeeze, and clean again. One Bell Pack Kitchen Towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today and experience the perfect paper tissue. Say your pocket tissue, table napkins, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Pack is simply the best. Bell Pack, just perfect. To be a Bell Pack distributor, call 055 Another quality product from Bell Aqua. In the next 60 minutes here on Newsnight, nationwide crackdown on all forms of bullying in schools across the country as the education ministry swings into action, restating student who was assaulted by a colleague at the DeSanto College. All schools under the management of GS and the Ministry of Education, we want to signal that this must become a paradigm shift and a resolution on the part of every student that never again will bullying be countenanced. We have the latest. Also tonight, major policy shift in the pharmaceutical industry as government explores removal of taxes on imported medicines. I mean, you know, <clears throat> some medicines are imported. So once we look at the tax regime, if you're able to reduce taxes on the medicines or take it off, then it will affect ultimately the price in the hospital. Plus, Chief Justice gives judge hearing trial of minority leader Dr. Atto forcing green light to continue hearing the case. But there is a fresh pushback. We have details. Plus, why is the Chief Justice concerned about the continuous absence of a sin of MP James Achukwasing from the Supreme Court as she describes his conduct as irregular in business? 
CDA expected to remain fairly stable over the next half of this year based on fresh dollar inflows and expected reforms to be undertaken by government. And then later robbed and stripped of her innocence, we will tell you the harrowing story of a 16-year-old enduring persistent lead sexual abuse from her auntie's husband. At times to anyone is in the house then, it's only the two of us. Then he told me that I should allow him to do one. He won't tell anybody about it. You can join us with your views and comments, 055-111-1997. My name is Evans Mensa. The education ministry is tonight launching a major crackdown against all forms of bullying in schools across the country. The nationwide crackdown follows the assault case at the DeSando College, which left the uh, which left the public outraged. Now, the ministry has tonight also reinstated the student who was assaulted by his colleague at the school. Now, school authorities had initially suspended the corporate and the victim. In a viral video, the suspect held his colleague in a chokehold and slammed his head against a metallic bank bird. Speaking after visiting the school earlier today, the Deputy Education Minister, John, John in Tim Fodjo, said the decision has been reversed with psychosocial support provided to all those involved. We also reversed an initial decision that had been taken at the school level, which is to do with the suspension of the injured student. As soon as we invited the head to Accra and the regional director, we reversed that decision that the injured student ought not to be suspended. So we reinstated him, giving all the psychosocial support that he needs. Beyond that, we also ensured that even the other affected students, the perpetrator, the accomplices, the onlookers, all of them uh, involved in the case were also given the needed psychosocial support. They have barely a week towards their final examination. This can be traumatizing for every student involved, whether at the victim level or the suspect side. And so all of them needed to have that kind of psychosocial support. So a team of counselors and psychologists from GES have been deployed, right, from national level, regional, metro, and the school level have all joined for and have since Tuesday been given that support. Today, when we visited the school, we actually went into the session where we observed for ourselves how all the students affected have been attended to. We also had interactions with the students. They are in good spirits and they are responding very well to the counseling sessions being given to them and the cycle social support. The Attorney General has directed the Central Regional Police to investigate and prosecute the culprit. Now, the Deputy Education Minister says his outfit will not interfere but will rather cooperate with the police. He also announced the Adisado College incident has triggered a major crackdown on all forms of bullying in schools across the country. For every student that is in any part of our, of our schools, we are signaling that there must be an end to bullying and this must be the starting point. This must be the turning point. Convinced and persuaded that they are going to take what we have said seriously and they are going to refrain from any act of bullying, any act of indiscipline and any behavior that is substandard to the code of discipline and to the standard of behavior that we expect of them in this school. But beyond Adesado College, we also want to signal to all the over 900 SHS and TVET institutions on all schools under the management of GS and the Ministry of Education to strictly abide by the code of discipline that we have in the school and rules ought to be obeyed. We want to signal that this must become a paradigm shift and a resolution on the part of every student that never again will bullying be countenanced. Bullying must be over, it must be a thing of the past, and any other related act of indiscipline must be thing of the past. There are consequences for every action, and there are precautions for every rule that is breached. The law enforcement agencies are doing their work, and for that work legitimately so, in accordance with law, we at Ministry of Education, Ghana Education Service, cannot obstruct justice, because there's a place of law, and there's a place for our internal administrative disciplinary courts and so where there are legal implications for certain actions there are repercussions 
Every action has repercussions in line with law. And that is a duty and job and mandate of the Office of the Attorney General in the Ghana Police Service. But we, on our side at Ministry of Education and Ghana Education Service, we will not interfere with what the law is, the, the procedures that the law is, uh, is taking. And, and that is why we directed the school authorities to cooperate. And thus far, they have cooperated. So we have not in any way obstructed justice. We have rather encouraged them to cooperate with the investigations being conducted and the various processes that the Attorney General's Office and the Ghana Police Service is undertaking. We cannot obstruct justice. Well, meanwhile, the police has released a corporate on bail. He was charged with causing harm and assault, but has been released. Uh, Yang Singh has details. We have information coming from the regional office of the Attorney General uh, that the individual seen in the video to be banging the head of his colleague on the metal bed frame has been arrested just today and charged with causing harm and assault. He has been cautioned and released into the custody of the headmaster of Adisado College who will have to produce the individual on Friday, tomorrow, for him to be arraigned before court. So that is the latest. He's the only person so far to have been charged in relation with this incident, and he will be arraigned before court tomorrow. Well, the Attorney General has taken a keen interest in this particular case. I want to bring in the Deputy Attorney General, uh, Alfred Tianyebwa. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Tianyebwa, for your time here on News 9. You're welcome, my brother. I mean, this case obviously is one that has attracted uh, your attention. How far is your office willing to go? Thank you very much. As uh, reported by your reporter in Cape Coast, the uh, officer in Cape Coast liaised with the police in the central region. The accused person was arrested yesterday, a statement taken from him, and then released on bail. I've had a conversation with the Central Regional Officer of, uh, uh, officer of, uh, of our office. Tomorrow morning, the accused person or the suspect will be taken to court and go through due process. And this is a case that we think every effort must be put in to ensure that justice is done. I was listening to my colleague, <coughs> Deputy Education Minister. This practice where students think that when they are, they are immune from prosecution, for that matter, can engage in any criminal activity, must be stopped. And this is a case that the state is ready to push it through. If that is found guilty, it has to be dealt with in accordance with the law. I mean, how are we approaching this? Is are we trying him as a as a minor or an adult? Yes, he is a juvenile. So the case will be taken to a juvenile court in Cape Coast tomorrow. In, in that case, uh, are we throwing the book at him or we are, you know, tempering it a bit knowing that uh, he's a juvenile? <clears throat> yes, he's a juvenile. So in terms of discussions, you must know how we discuss it. In terms of the identity, I think you don't have to take a camera there to take the, the photograph of, of, of such a juvenile. But you go through every process that every other person goes through. It's only when it gets to punishment that perhaps he may be spared certain forms of punishment. But tomorrow if he goes to court and then he thinks that he's also guilty, then the matter may end tomorrow. But if he pleads not guilty, then we have to go through the process. I, I, I get a strong sense that the Attorney General is taking a strong view of this case because you want to use it as a deterrent for others in the same position across the country in senior high schools. That's only the point. Impunity must not fester. Students are being trained to become future leaders. And while in school, they must be disciplined. If you're in school and you're not disciplined, and get out of school, become worse. What do you make of those who will suggest that considering that he's a juvenile, he's in school, a full trial may not lead to reformation, but may actually destroy and truncate his education? In fact, unfortunately for the suspect, he may have other options. Now we have the plea bargaining act. If he thinks that he won't take advantage of the plea bargaining act, 
it is there for him. When it comes to punishment, definitely I think the judge will also take into consideration if he's actually guilty. We take into consideration the fact that he is a student. And that kind of uh, uh, reformation that we're talking about, definitely the judge will not overlook it. A student of 18 years or so should not be thrown into custody for him to rot. You may have other, other means of punishment such as student is guilty. I think these are some of the things that we'll be looking at. I've just been informed that this particular student is a is a last is in his last year and may be writing exams uh, next week. Will that be factored in? Will he be given an opportunity to sit his own exams and and study for it? I I think so. He wants to be writing exams. I don't think the court will be saying that he's not going to allow the student to write exams because he's not guilty until proven guilty. So definitely, as for his exams, we will not stand in his way. But of course, it's subject to the discretion of the court. But on our side, we should permit it to write his exams. Thank you very much. That's the Deputy Attorney General. Also joining us uh, right now is the Deputy Education Minister, John Inting Fojo, who today was uh, in the school in the central region, uh, interacting with the students and uh, teachers and the heads also. Uh, Ms. Inting Fojo, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Thank you, Evans. I understand that uh, you've uh, worked working together with the school agreed to reinstate uh, the, the the victim who was suspended uh, i i wonder first of all did the school authorities explain to you why they had to take that action in the first place uh, good evening to you and your cherished viewers and listeners uh, when the viral video came to our attention quite was quite disturbing very unfortunate it wasn't a matter that had to we had to sit in accra and wait for a report in cape coast immediately we invited the headmaster to be in Accra, so we hold discussions. And the initial discussions we held, we were, the report they provided indicator that some initial sanctions had applied. Um, among other things, the housemaster had in question had been um, had had been had been asked to put a, set aside the duty as a housemaster that had been on suspension, and then they had also gone ahead to suspend all the. Students involved, uh, the injured students, the perpetrator, and the, those that uh, I would say I am suspected accomplices, and the gentleman to the video. So all of them had were on suspension until the full-scale investigation would come would come in, in view. But in, in my view, I thought that at that point in time, the victim needed thorough and further medical attention, needed further psychosocial support needed to be reintegrated in school to prepare for his examination which is going to sit just next week and rather it would not be appropriate for he the victim to also be put among those that um are, ought to be on suspension so that decision i overturned and, and that's the basis for which i did so and immediately ensured that adequate and thorough further medical examination had been done ct scans or laboratories relevant to the incident were done and thankfully the doctors concluded and certified in their report that he is well and no damage and any significant harm of concern was sustained and that was good news so we ensured that he had to go back to school and be supported as he prepares for his exam but in all of this we also we also know that beyond suspensions dismissals or whatsoever disciplinary decision a school may take. Actions of people, whether minors, whether adults, have consequences in the law. And therefore, the Attorney General's office and the Ghana Police Service are also uh, doing their part in ensure, ensuring that uh, full-scale investigations are conducted and the law takes the course. It's course. And uh, we just spoke to the, uh, your, your colleague, the Deputy Attorney General, just before you joined us, and he was, he was emphatic that they are going to ensure that this uh, suspect in this case, who he describes as a juvenile, is, goes through a full trial and, they, and the law uh, takes his, uh, his full course. However, though, I mean, considering that he is uh, he's possibly about to write an exam and he is a juvenile, he has to be reformed. Will this process lead to that? Shouldn't we approach it differently? What's was the, what's the thoughts of the Education Ministry on that? On our part as Education Ministry, we, f we fully agree with the actions initiated by the Attorney General's Office, and I agree with the submissions made by 
my good friend and respected colleague, Honorable Chayabwa, um, on this matter, the Deputy Attorney General, Minister for Justice, uh, on the actions being taken. And that is where, right at the outset, we at Ministry of Education directed the school authorities to cooperate fully with the law enforcement agency in, in these actions by law um, initiated. And, on, and, and, and on, for that matter, even the students that are on suspension for, for the processes of investigations not to be impeded and not to be obstructed, we directed further that they should be made available and um, from their various communities, towns or homes they may be, which may make it inaccessible for the law enforcement agency to conduct the investigation. So all of them have been made available. And when we went to visit them um, in school today, they were available for the law enforcement agencies to conduct the investigations, take their statements, interrogations, whatsoever appropriate that has to be done. And in all this, also in the full company of counselors and, 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 and um, legal practitioners to ensure that their rights also protected. But in all the processes that they are, uh, they are going through, we have put in place sufficient yeah. psychosocial support for them. And we are saying that as the law is taking its course, they also need to be supported to prepare for the exam which is starting next week. And so um, the... And the suspect will also, the suspect of, also benefit uh, the from court, the, 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 the support that we are put in place for all the students affected to be able to have the sound mind to prepare for their exam has not been withheld. Okay, and, and this will also include the suspect in the case. You will get to say it and this, study it. This right. includes the suspect. Okay. The suspect is also being given that psychosocial support. Uh, well, you also announced today that uh, you are adopting a, a zero-tolerance policy against bullying. In fact, there's a nationwide crackdown. What form will this take? We are pending. We, we are waiting for the full-scale and final report from GAS tomorrow. That will inform um, the ministry's decisions and further actions that will be taken. But I indicated strongly to, uh, to the students when I met them that all the rules we, we, we make and set are done so to protect their future and the purpose ahead of them and to protect their own or their own lives while they're on campus to ensure positive environment is in place to support. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. They ought to be law-abiding, rule-abiding students and to stay within the rules. And that the culture of bullying, this must occasion, this unfortunate case must be a paradigm shift, must be a turning point, must be a resolution of no bullying and bullying not being countenanced ever again in the school and every other school we have in this country. So I can, I can confidently say that this case, how unfortunate it is, and all the processes that are ongoing and further measures that will be put in place will ensure that that menace of bullying. And, and in this particular case, this, this involved two students of the same class. 
and, and it's quite unfortunate that two form trees will, one will, will, will bully the other in the manner or assault the other in the manner that was done. So in whatever form bullying, assault, manifest, we are saying that they would not find space ever again in our schools and adequate measures and further will be put in place to ensure that it happens. Thank you very much. And that's the Deputy Education Minister there joining Team Forger. Very quickly, as you've been hearing, uh, uh, these are juveniles. And so it's a bit more delicate dealing with, with them. And so is the approach, as we've just heard from the Attorney General and the Education Ministry, the right approach? Uh, Dr. Adolfo Wukubakring is a clinical psychologist at the Methodist University and joins us now. Uh, Doc, what do you make of the approach? The, let's talk about the suspect, for example, in this case. As we've heard from the Attorney General and the Education Ministry supports that move, he's going to face full trial. Uh, and and they, they will leave it to the judge to impose the sanctions as he or she deems fit. Considering that he's writing an exam also next week, is this the right approach to take? Uh, thank you very much for having me, having me, Ivan. I think in as much as full trial means bringing in everything on board to make sure that the well-being of the juvenile is catered for I go with it because accountability is very important and holding people accountable for what they have done, I think as a society, we must push for that. But we must recognize that a juvenile is not an adult. And in this particular context, he is getting prepared for exam. And so his interest, regardless of what he has done, the best interest of this child as a welfare principle initiate, must be respected. So my understanding of a full trial will be, for instance, going by the dictates of the Juvenile Act that makes provision for diversion. Okay, that makes provision for diversion because the aim is not to just uh, get the child to detention, no, it's to restore the child is to hold a child accountable. The child having the presence of mind to say that I have erred. And going through the gamuts of action to ensure that happens to the child. So yes, holding the child accountable for what he has done, I fully support that. But how do you hold people accountable in a system that is very less on uh, rehabilitation? That is why I vote for um, and I will plead with the judge to go by the details of the Juvenile Act and divert the child from the, justice, the criminal justice system. And while this is happening, uh, what other support do you expect that this suspect is, is giving, but also, of course, of the victim in the matter? Well, I listened to the Deputy uh, Minister for Education, and I fully support the intervention so far and the uh, the the approach the directive from the ministry of education Ghana education service to really um root out bullying bullying in our schools it is very important but the point i want to make regarding that is that it cannot just be a declaration because this has happened to root out bullying in our secondary school we need to approach it comprehensively. We need to take care of the children very well. We need to put in mechanism to assure to ensure that children are not overcrowded in school because crowding in itself can lead to some of the things. We need to make sure that there are um, counselors available in our schools to help them. So it, I will go for comprehensive intervention to deal with bullying. We know in this country that when we, a, a video went viral, that incidents of bullying have been going on. We know what kind of intervention have we implemented to ensure that children, vulnerable children in our secondary schools have support. What kind of incentives are we giving teachers, training teachers, uh, you know, guidance and counseling coordinators, giving them the wherewithal to be able to work. That is what we are, uh, we must be doing. Not just an incident happens, it's gone viral, everybody is talking about it, we are now taking advantage to root out. It is not an event. Rooting out bullying is not an event. It's a subculture. 
Well, uh, Dr. Adovo Okubekring, I'm grateful uh, for your thoughts on this. He's a clinical psychologist at the Methodist University. Uh, what do you make of what you've just had there, uh, the actions have been taken by the Education Ministry and the uh, the Attorney General's Office? And uh, You've heard the uh, position of uh, Dr. Adolfo Okubekring. Also, many of you are parents or indeed uh, students in school right now. Send me your your thoughts, 055 Let's stay with issues uh, with education because the West Africa Examinations Council is tonight admitting it is facing uh, financial challenges in fully organizing uh, this year's West African Senior uh, School Certificate Examinations. It is the Minority in Parliament that first raised the issue, uh, warning that both the WASI and the Basic Education Certificate Examinations, BECE, are, are both at risk. Listen to Peter Notrikotoi, who is the ranking member on the Education Committee in Parliament. Uh, last year, 2022, in the conduct of the West African Secondary School Certificate Examinations, have not been paid the allowances due them. The supervisors, the invigilators, the examiners, and all other persons. So, work is uh, unable to raise funds to meet their obligations. Last year, uh, there was a deficit of about uh, 83 million Ghana cities, which government had to pay to wipe. We had to talk, talk, talk before 50 million was released to them to enable them pay the examiners for 2021. Now, the examinations are about to start, or they have even started with the orals and uh, practicals. And the WAIC is not having money to pay for last year's uh, services. So we don't know what government is doing. And if care is not taken, the persons or the teachers who gave us the service may not be ready to provide services again as supervisors and vigilators. And you and I know what will happen. So it is denting the image of uh, WAEC internationally. Let's speak to the public affairs uh, head at WAEC, John Kapi, uh, joins us now. John, how true is this? Uh, good evening, everyone, and thank you for having me. Well, yes, it is true the government owes us some money. Um, as I speak, there are a few uh, supervisors and regulators who worked for us last year who are yet to be paid. Uh, we have received monies uh, from the government in bits. And so we are preparing, we've prepared the checks, we've prepared um, the pay advice. And so after when the money clears at the bank, we'll pay um, the mutilators and providers who worked for us last year. And so the mutilators and the supervisors, what have they been telling you? Because you're so old. Well, um, they are not... Uh, directly uh, did not owe us any allegiance directly. They are employees of the Ghana Education Service. And so the regulation and supervision is done as part of their job as teachers. But then the exams council pays some refreshment allowance to them just as a way of uh, you know, motivating them to do the job that we have them to do for us during the examinations. WAIC itself, you financially sound to operate and, and proceed with the exams? Well, I would say for now, um, as of yesterday, we received a check for 40 million Ghana cities from the government of Ghana. That was just a check. This has not been translated into cash yet. We are waiting until the check matures and then our accounts credited with that. And then we can start will be able to conduct the examination. Um, the government has promised uh, that they are going to give us some money to be able to complete the entire um, process. You know, it starts with printing, um, with uh, the conduct of the examination itself, the marking and processing of results. So as I speak, yes, we have some money. We'll be able to start. But um, we would need, of course, some more money to be able to complete the process and uh, release results at the end of the day. I mean, from what we've had, orals have already begun. Uh, have you printed all the papers? Um, there's a process for doing this. Um, it's it's um, 
a new system we've adapted. So I may not be able to tell you directly whether we've finished everything or not. But what I can tell you is that, yes, we are ready. We'll be able to conduct the examination based on whatever support we receive from the government so far. But that is not to say that there's still some uh, monies that are left that should be paid to us by the government. So you're so old. You have arrears that needs to be cleared. Is that what you're We have arrears that have to be cleared, yes. Okay. Do you know how much? Um, as I, you know, we have uh, yearly examinations. So as I speak right now, I'm able to talk to you about examinations for this year. In other words, you've done, you've supervised, conducted exams in the past that you've not been uh, paid for. We've not received the full complement of the amount that the government will have to pay to us yet. And how has it affected your work? Well, it has slowed down some of the processes. For example, you know, if you have to go into printing of examinations, for example, you have to buy a few consumables for the printing press. And, you know, because of the market volatility, we are... It is uh, economically wise to buy these things ahead of time. And so when the funds are not readily available, you are compelled to go to the open market and you buy these items, you know, at a higher cost than if you had, you know, bought them ahead of time. You know, these are, uh, this and a few other challenges are what we have. Uh, and uh, just for clarity for parents and students listening to you right now, the exams are about to start. In fact, already started with the orals. Um, can you guarantee that the exams will go on as planned till the end? The exams will go on as planned till the end, yes. And the completion of that, you said earlier, also depends on the, the receipt of full funding and financial support to clear what you need to do for the entire duration of the exams. Exactly. And the government has made some promises that they will provide more funds for us to be able to complete the entire process. And those promises must be kept. Other than that, you're going to encounter challenges. Is that the case? Absol absolutely. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, John Capi there, he speaks for the uh, YAC, still listening to News Night. George, you are here uh, with business. Uh, right after business, we'll tell you about the major policy shift in the pharmaceutical industry as government explores removal of taxes on imported medicines. And then we'll take you uh, to the courts as well. Uh, but wherever you are tonight, share with me your thoughts right after business. I will share with you what you've been saying about the stories we've done so far. Hello, Georgie. A tough time for government indeed. On Top Story, we did the unprecedented story of uh, jurors walking out mm. uh, on a case while the case was happening. Uh, a, a prosecutor who's been uh, in service for years says he's never seen that before. Mm. They are owed money. Now we're hearing why he rarely speaks and admits about this challenge and saying that to us, the exam's about to start. If government does not keep the promise, they will struggle in conducting the exams to the end. And, and that's what some might argue that this makes a strong case for some expenditure cuts, some pruning to ensure that we only spend in critical areas that would expand and grow the economy. So if we don't take these tough measures now to cut the waste and also deal with the corruption, this is an serious issue we need to look at even. Thank you, George. What do you have in the headlines? Well, coming up in business, CD expected to remain fairly stable over next half based on fresh dollar inflows and expected fiscal reforms ex to be undertaken by government. And more commercial banks publish strong half-year results. However, loans that they fear might not be settled on time remains a challenge. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Allianz Life and Ghana Pay. Gross profit for the fiscal year. A bit me a cancer saying, Nana, who's not land you? He did a port ID. A bit me a success. Here are your items. Thank you for coming. A bit me a cancer saying, Yes, two for ten city, me and ten city, two for ten. However, you do business, wherever you do business, MTN Business has a solution for you. Join us on 14th July at the Kumasi Mall and 28th July at the Rollins Park in Accra Central to learn how to do more and stay ahead of the park. Visit mtn.com.gh slash business or call or WhatsApp 0244-308111 for inquiries. It's time to scale up this July with MTN. MTN. 
Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom, and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302 764101 764209 or 762792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. You no matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank. A year strong. A year tough. I'm afraid. you welcome back to business on news night the ghana city is expected to remain fairly stable for the next half of this year now this is based on analysis of bank of ghana's data on the economy and development in the foreign exchange markets since june this year there is more in this report the Ghana city has been fairly stable since June this year, and the Bank of Ghana believes that it can be linked to the IMF program in what it describes as positive market sentiment from the fund program. The Bank of Ghana believes that the strong buildup of its reserves, which has been influenced by the gold purchase program, has contributed to the local currency city stability for the first half of this year. The Bank of Ghana is projecting that it expects some strong inflows from donors in the second half of this year. This will be in the form of support from the IMF, World Bank, as well as what will come in from Cocoa Loan Syndication Program in the last quarter of this year and other donors from the country. Government has projected to get more than $600 million from the World Bank and the IMF by the close of this year. It is the expectation that this will have impact on the bank. Of Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Ghana's reserves and contribute to the Ghana CD stability in the coming month. The Ghana CD is currently trading at around 11 CD 65 pesos. This is the transactional rate that the commercial banks are offering to their client. However, when you walk to the Forex Bureau, you are likely to get a dollar at 11 cities, 80 pesos basis quotes coming from the Association of Forex Bureau. And this is a business tech report. Now, more commercial banks have been releasing their financial results with the first half of this year showing some strong pickup in profits. Agricultural Development Bank's uh, profit after tax reached 27 million Ghana cities for the first half of this year, up from 18.8 million Ghana cities. However, loans at the bank fear it might not be paid back on time or go bad seems to be going up as it reached 12.9 million Ghana cities. Car Bank's profit after tax declined to 132 million Ghana cities, that is from 132 million Ghana cities to 105 million Ghana cities. However, Car Bank's non-performing loans marginally hit 16.9 million Ghana cities. Meanwhile, finance lecture that is Benjamin Amwa is warning that it might be early days here to describe the strong results posted by some of the commercial banks, a sign of full recovery in the banking sector. New Bank of Ghana data showed that profits of commercial banks for the first half of this year crossed the 5 billion Ghana city mark, whilst most of the banks have improved in some critical areas in the operations. But Dr. Amwa insists we should wait for the full year numbers. Let's wait till we go to the whole year and we have a good picture of what the whole year has been, considering the second, what we call second debt exchange program that is taking place. It may be quite different from the first one, but at least it will give us another picture. I will not say that the banks are out of this year. It's still early for us to come to that conclusion. Let's wait to have a full year report that will be able to position 2023 against 2022, compared to the recapitalization plan, they will know what the way forward will be for the financial services sector. In this case, the deposit taking financial institutions. Finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Benjamin Amwa. The economy could come under some pressure in the coming months. It follows the quarter of a percent hike in the U.S. Federal Reserve interest rate by to hit 5.5%, which some have described as the highest in the past 22 years. There is more in this report. The immediate impact could be a strong dollar, and that might not be good for the Ghana city. This could affect the local currency, which has witnessed some stability over the past few months. A strong dollar may also impact on the cost of items that are imported. A recent report by the Ghana Statistical Service has identified imported inflation as one of the major drivers of the recent hike in the inflation rate. Others are also worried about the possible impact on the Ghana Stock Exchange and whether there could be an impact on the shares that are held by offshore investors. This is because some have argued that the action could see some of these investors move to the U.S. market. And that is a business DEX report. And there's still the question lingering on whether indeed the economy events is showing signs of recovery based on some data coming from the World Bank and even the IMF. Some are saying that, listen, when you look at some other indicators, there are still questions about whether indeed you are showing signs of recovery or not. And we are subjecting this to some analysis on PM Express business edition as you engage economists and business strategist dr ishmael yam saying yeah. i can't wait for this big conversation ghana's economic recovery and the private sector uh, this is the mm. conversation you need to and, and i know the one thing about him i like He's a straight shooter. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he will not hold any prisoners tonight. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Great that you got him yeah. for. And even so, it's at 9 p.m. on the Joy News and all our social media platform. Whether indeed the signs show that we are on that path to recovery 
or there are indeed some challenges that we need to deal with and not be actually quote maybe be in certain paradise that we are on that path and he'll be trying to answer all those questions for us at 9 p.m on join news on p.m express business edition george thank you very much now there is a major policy shift in the offing tonight with the national health insurance authority announcing it is exploring the removal of taxes on imported medicines listen to the ceo of the nhia dr okoboy i mean you know <clears throat> some medicines are imported so once we look at the tax regime if you are able to reduce taxes on the medicines or take it off then it will affect ultimately the price in the hospital Secondly, even for those who are producing in Ghana, pharmaceutical companies will tell you they have what they refer to as the active ingredient. What they use for paracetamol, although it's made here, might be imported. Once you look at tax on that, it will affect medicine. So our job is to improve access. Access is not only being able to go to Lekman Hospital or Rich. If the medicine is cheap, it will make it easier to have it on the shelf. So government has a, a job to increase access. I mentioned the national... Uh, uh, electronic platform for pharmacy, the e-pharmacy project. The CEO of the NHIA is Dr. Okoboy there speaking uh, about uh, what they plan to do with the removal of the taxes. The president of the Pharmaceutical Importers and Wholesalers Association is Dr. William Adum Ado uh, and joins us on the line right now. Doc, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Good news for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's really a good news. And we I send my shout to your wonderful listeners out there, yes. This has this uh, something that is this something that you've been uh, asked consulted on at all or something that you've advocated for in the past? Yes, thank you. Yeah, there's previously an LI two two one eight which was passed some years back uh, to give VAT uh, exemptions on some products, especially the API, that the active pharmaceutical ingredients uh, that the manufacturers use. So in order to reduce the cost of their uh, manufacturing, uh, the government at the time uh, did an LI that uh, exempted uh, some of the products. So at least it helped reduce the overhead burden. Uh, later on, it was amended to LI-2255, which expanded the list of the API for the uh, manufacturers that are the active ingredients. And also, uh, it affected uh, some selected finished pharmaceuticals, which were imported in its finished form. So I'll say that LI-225, 2255, uh, made it possible for other finished uh, imported products, that pharmaceuticals, to be exempted as well, some selected ones. And as I said, uh, the API list too was expanded. So it's heartwarming to hear that uh, uh, our dear Honorable Minister uh, saying that uh, they intend to expand it or to enhance it, which is good for business. Thank you very much, Prof. Uh, Dr. William Edumado is the president of the Pharmaceutical Importers and Wholesalers Association. And uh, you, let's, let's go to the courts uh, now because the Chief Justice Gertrude Tokono has made uh, key pronouncements on some major cases currently pending uh, before the courts. The first one is involves the ascent of MP James Achikwasing. Mr. Kwasing had wanted the Apex Court to put his criminal trial on hold and compelled the Attorney General to furnish him with some documents he alleges has been denied him. Not only did the court turn down his request, it went a step further to comment on his conduct when he initiated processes at the highest court of the land. The Chief Justice herself pointed out that uh, he fails to show up and tends to cause his lawyers to swear to documents on his behalf, a conduct she considers irregular. Uh, Joseph Akabla is our legal affairs correspondent and joins us right now. How did the issue of uh, his absence come up in the first place? Evans, uh, when the case was called and the parties had announced themselves and the lawyers had announced themselves, uh, one of the judges on the panel, Justice Tanko, then asked that uh, where is James Jachikwesi? At that point in time, 
uh, the clerk indicated that he was not present in the courtroom. It was at that point that the Chief Justice came in and said that uh, he, he does not think he was treating the court properly and that he brings processes to court and he does not show up. And beyond not showing up to, uh, he, the, the court says it has noticed, noticed that he tends to have his lawyers swear affidavit on their behalf. And this is something that the judges took strong exception to because the point they made was that in the event that form of evidence has to be cross-examined, it would mean that the lawyer who has sworn the affidavit would have to go into the witness box. So the question I was asked is that at that point in time, who serves his interest as a lawyer at that moment? And so that was how come at this particular issue came up, Evans. And let's talk about the court's decision. What happens next? The court took the view that the High Court did no wrong when it proceeded to rule that the Attorney General had complied with the disclosures and made available all relevant documents to him. And so this means that the trial at the High Court can go on and James Jatikwesen is back at the High Court tomorrow for a continuation of his criminal trial events. And uh, there's more also on this, on the uh, daughter case out of uh, forcing case as well. What happened there? So in that particular case, you recall this man who is standing trial alongside the minority leader, one Richard Jappa had alleged that the judge was being biased, court for appeal judge, Judge Defia Sewa Sariboke, who is here in the matter as an additional high court judge. And so he actually wrote to the Chief Justice asking that he stops the judge from hearing the case. The Chief Justice responded in a letter and has indicated that there, there's no base for this allegation of bias. And so the judge can continue to hear the matter. But the minority leader, through his lawyers, moved their own motion, asking the judge to recuse herself because she had indicated that should their witnesses fail to show up in court, she was going to close the case of the minority leader or cause arrest warrants to be issued for those uh, witnesses who failed to show up upon a request that was made by uh, lawyers for Dr. Atoforsen. And so they moved that particular application that a judge recused herself and the judge has indicated that when the legal vacation is over in October, uh, she will give a response on that particular matter, whether she's going to recuse herself or not. Thank you, Joseph. Still live here on Newsnight. It's on Joy 99.7 FM shortly. Your comments. But now, Haruna Mubarak is here with sports. Yep, Evan. So the Court of Arbitration for Sports has overturned all punishments imposed by the GFA on the players involved in the alleged match-fixing game between Interallies and Ashanti Gold. My colleague uh, Kwame Benaya has more. 21 players were sanctioned by the disciplinary committee of the Ghana FA as they were said to be found guilty of manipulating the results of match day 34 encounter of a Ghana Premier League game two seasons ago. Following the decision to ban them, the Professional Football Association of Ghana appealed to CAS through the International Federation of Professional Footballers to overturn the decision. The players were handed the go-ahead to register for the 2022-23 season after the appeal. The directive was to allow them to play competitive football while the case was being heard and determined by CAS. However, after several months, CAS has announced its decision annulling all sanctions imposed on the players. The Ghana Football Association has also been ordered to pay the players $7,357, with each player expected to receive $345.77 in compensation. Well, that's my colleague there, Elon Benai. Now, Evans, you know, uh, earlier today, Nigeria, they made Africa proud by winning uh, the first game from the continent at the ongoing Women's World Cup. Now, tonight, also, it's in the morning because 12 a.m., um, Argentina, they play against South Africa, and we hope that South Africa will replicate what Nigeria did. Back to you, Evans. Thank you very much. You are live here on News Nightis on Joy 99.7 FM. A few of your uh, thoughts sent to us on WhatsApp now. Um, Isaac Newton uh, says it's very unfortunate that bullying is still happening in our, in our schools in this 21st century. Uh, it must be totally condemned. However, I am particularly happy about what the clinical psychologist said. Congestion must be eliminated from our school system. Uh, he argues that uh, also a view there on the AG's action uh, sent to us by Kofi Siedu with the issue regarding the Desadio College. The Attorney General should not throw the baby away with the bathwater, all in the name of the law. Uh, he says... 
Uh, also standing as one on this matter, he says discipline has completely broken down in the country's educational system, right from the basic to the secondary schools, all because of corporal punishment has been banned in these institutions, uh, leaving the students to do what pleases them. Sami in Kumasi sent us that one. Uh, uh, this one from Nana on the Spinters Road says, Evans Anywell uh, brought up child wouldn't bully his fellow mate the way this guy did. He behaved as if he is uh, got no feelings whatsoever. Please let's advise parents as well. They must be made to sign declaration of good uh, conduct on behalf of their children. And a, a final one uh, just before we go uh, from uh, Nana Kwamabwating. It says, I hope the education ministry will not use a juvenile a cliche to protect the guy who assaulted this, his colleague at the Desado College. I fully support the position that, they, that he should be severely punished to serve as a deterrent to others. Now, maintaining optimal indoor air quality is essential for ensuring environmental health and safety within constructed spaces. Now, one prevalent indoor air pollutant that poses direct risks uh, to the eyes, respiratory system, and the central nervous system is uh, formaldehyde. Now, it causes symptoms such as headache, dizziness, tearing, and nausea. Even worse, some researchers linked it to various cancers. Now, fortunately, researchers at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology have developed a device capable of breaking down uh, formaldehyde into less harmful substances. LabFM's Kwesi Deborah speaks with the lead researcher, Dr. Patrick Boache, of the KNUSC Department of Chemical Engineering for Fact Thursday. According to the World Health Organization, formaldehyde concentration in indoor airspace should be strictly regulated at 0.1 parts per million. However, some studies have shown that formaldehyde levels found in some enclosed areas exceed the WHO's recommendation. The device, known as dielectric barrier discharge reactor, uses electricity to break down formaldehyde into less harmful substances like carbon dioxide and water. The results of the study, published in the journal Scientific Reports, indicated that the device efficiently removed low concentration formaldehyde by 99%. So this kind of reactor, what it can do uh, is to try to convert atmospheric pollutants, for example, carbon dioxide, uh, into more hydrogen. And that is the most sought for fuel in the world at the moment, as I'm talking to you. Uh, when it does, it produces hydrogen gas and carbon monoxide this carbon monoxide can be combined with ordinary water you know in a water gas shift reaction to produce more hydrogen fuel the other thing we can do is to use it to sterilize even hospital equipment reporting for joy news Kwesi debra reporting for joy news Kwesi debra well, just before we go, a 16-year-old girl is being robbed of a happy childhood after enduring persistent sexual abuse from her auntie's husband. Now, despite reporting the issue to the auntie, the harassment continued unabated. The young girl fears of losing her virginity as the man has threatened to evict her from the house if she does not see to his request. Now, uh, enjoy Prime's latest feature, Breaking the Silence. My colleague, Imano Jivenu, chronicles a harrowing story of Mousi. In the house, then it's only the two of us. Then he told me that I should allow him to do what he won't tell anybody about it. This is the distressing story of 16 year old Maushi, not her real name. She has been forced to endure this abuse on countless occasions. This nightmare began when she lost her mother at a tender age. Maushi assumed she would be loved and cared for, but She's had to endure chains and strings of sexual harassment and unsolicited touches from her auntie's husband. He gives me money that I should allow him to sleep with me. If I don't, then he takes back the money. Accusing her auntie's husband of harassment was difficult, but she gathered a lot of strength and confronted the issue. Sadly, her auntie did not take her disclosure seriously. And she was always saying that there's a small girl's like, I don't know anything, so I shouldn't be saying that. And eventually, her auntie witnessed the truth. I had wanted to report the case to the police. Times are really hard. If I report him, there will be nobody to take care of my Maushi is traumatized by the harassment, and the painful experiences are robbing her of a happy childhood. They used to be telling me that 
I'm a witch. I can't resist the family to destroy the family. Thanks to be saying that when I finish PC, I should pack my things and get out from the house. And you want to catch uh, the full feature, a Joy Prime uh, features uh, series on on all our social media platforms. Uh, and, and look out for the Joy Prime social media handles as well uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, and watch it for yourself. Breaking the silence. That's what you search. And that's it for News Night tonight. Enjoy the rest of the evening. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.